Hello, I'm Jonathan and welcome to the Tamworth FC Social, a podcast all about Tamworth Football Club. Well, the Lambs responded to their first defeat in 14 matches with a 0-0 draw at home to Curzon Ashton. I'll be discussing with Brett and Graham where it leaves the title race and looking ahead to this weekend's game at home to Blythe Spartans. So, not exactly an ideal way to follow up the defeat at Chorley, guys. Um, I think they've given given some of the saves Jazz pulled off. A good point for Tamworth? Well, we didn't lose. So, uh, I suppose if you listen to Andy Peaks' post-match interview, uh, he says it's another point on the board, which it is. But, obviously, we've not played well at all with that game. Um and we're lucky to come away with anything. So probably a bit of food for thought in that. I've had a bit of time to reflect on on that result. Um, I think at first I was quite disappointed with with what happened. Um, just because when you see that or hear that Scunthorpe result um, with their last minute goal, then it kind of um, it almost feels like a bit of a defeat for for Tamworth. Um, however, in hindsight, I don't think it's a bad, it's, it's not a bad point at all. Um, as Andy Peake said in his post-match interview, it, it was probably one of the poorer performances this season against a really good team. And we still got a point. Kirsten and Owen moves. Um, they've had some very good results this season. They beat Scunthorpe a couple of weeks ago away. Um, so... I think putting that in perspective, I'd say it's it's a reasonable result. Um, however, the way we played, we have to play better than that if we're to you know to basically complete what 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 we're trying to achieve. It's one of them games. I think if I was like a headline writer after it, you could sort of go down, you know, one of two routes. You could either sort of say, "Well, another clean sheet." still only one goal conceded all year or you go down the route of well third game in a row without scoring and then just the one goal in the last five matches which I guess it depends if you're a glass half full or glass half empty kind of person I think as well Andy Peaks, the honesty in in his post-match interviews generally is, is really great and you'd imagine after the the Curzon Ashton game um, Brett he's probably said similar to the players as well as to what he said publicly yeah I wouldn't like to have been uh, on the receiving end of probably whatever that team talk was um, but you know what could have been the rocket that they needed and a bit of the wake up call to say look come on um, you know I've had people saying to me that oh you know the fans need to just let them play the game and, and they just need to let them get on with it and it will come good and it, I'm, I'm 110% sure that it will however just don't need to make it harder than it already will be with the pressure mounting and obviously chasing that, you know, the, the, those final sort of six wins or whatever it is that we're thinking that we're going to need to, to clinch the title. Uh, we don't want to undo all the hard work that we've already done. And I get that obviously people are saying, and even obviously we said at the start of the season, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, we're just lucky to to be here. Um be happy with the mid-table finish, um, you know. But we're there now, so we've got to make a fist of it. Yeah, I'd agree. We we are there now, and we don't want to 
<laughs> we don't want to not be there um, because we've done so well this season and it's, you know, it would be dis- disappointing to to obviously drop off. Um, but, you know, I do have faith in the, the players um, from what they've done this season. It's been, uh, you know, nothing short of mir- miraculous, really. I think the reasons why I'm trying to think that we are more slightly struggling than where we were. Um, I think it's that centre of midfield. You know, I think Ben Milne's missing is really, really key. And he's been missing for a few games. And when he's not in there, I, I just think like we're missing something there. And this is debatable, but I'd, I'd be tempted to bring back Lyndon Meikle as well. Lyndon Meikle and Ben Milnes in the midfield. And that's a, that's an interesting debate that, that probably quite a few people would disagree with me on Lyndon Meikle, but I think he's a very good player. He's experienced. Um, I think I just think we're, we're missing something a little bit in that in the middle of that midfield. And I don't want to say Jamie Jealous because that's obvious, but it... it we got we got to draw a line underneath that because he's not here anymore. We can't use that as a, as an excuse. But um, I did know I noticed it against Chorley, but we were we we should have won that. You know, on another day we'd have won that game. So I, you know, I'll probably discount that. But yeah, that, it's just that little bit, little bit of extra something that's missing, and I don't think it's the strikers. I think it's the link up that's that's missing at the moment. The jealous piece. I mean, yeah, we shouldn't really dwell on that too much because he has gone. And it's probably down to most of his performances while we're where we are anyway. Well, I mean, it's not because it's obviously a team performance, isn't it? But clearly, he's the engine in that midfield. Um, but the fact of the matter is we probably are really missing him. Um, and I think the other, the other side of that coin as well is that because we've had such a settled team, for uh, probably most of the season, other than like force changes here and there, we've largely played a lot of the same sort of 16, even over the same 11, mostly, aside from injuries. So I don't know if that maybe that's sort of uh, having an impact now because it's not, not that they're not gel, but that that sleepness isn't there. That it is around, uh, within the first choice eleven, but obviously the point of a, within a good team with that as well is that your subs can step in and do just as much as a good job as well. I think at the minute you look at the bench and you think, Ugh, how are we going to change this? And we said that I said this against Scunthorpe, and people were sort of saying, well, you know, it doesn't matter, we won, and but yeah, but we're still we don't have a lot of options to bring on. Yeah, I know what you mean. I can I kind of don't look at the don't look at the bench quite like that at the moment. I mean, we, I mean, one player we we've not mentioned who's missing is Ben Aquai. I think he makes a big difference when he's playing. Um, but then again, Dempsey Arlett John's worked his socks off. I think it's just that final ball really that that that, that, let, that lets him down. Um, but I mean, I don't. No, I don't look at the bench and go, ah, oh, we haven't got options. I do feel like we have options. It's just something's not quite clicked in the last few weeks. 
Um, we've still only lost one game in what thirteen games or something. So it's um, can't I just feel like I'm, we're just complaining. There's a lot of talk about tired legs as well, and, and players being tired. And I get that as well. But if that's the case, then let's let's go out against Blarthen on Saturday. Not to disrespect Blarth at all. Well, let's go out and absolutely smash Blarthen on Saturday. There's a bit of a, yeah. uh, a reset and go again. Last week we played we played Hereford on the Saturday away. Tough place to go. Go to Chorley on the Tuesday night. Absolutely dreadful pitch. You know, probably like two of our toughest games of the season. And then you play Curzon on the Saturday. Again, a massively tough team, but at least we were at home. But that in a week is that is tough going that. So I think having these seven days off hopefully just gives us a bit of perspective. Let's just work on tactically some different things. And uh, yeah, let's see what we can do there. I'd like to think that Andy Peaks has got a plan here that they would sort of look at these last 10 games now and think, well, this this is how we're going to do it. This is how we keep things fresh. Just looking back on the game on Saturday then, I sort of thought against Chorley, it was more like an accumulation of all the chances that you sort of think in the end that on another that probably does lead to at least a goal. I sort of... I'm not so sure they created as good an opening as they did against Curzon, where um, Dempsey Arlett John kind of comes in off the left wing, puts a brilliant, brilliant ball across the six-yard box, but no one can just get on the end of it. And I'm, I just don't, I, whether it was, you know, the the pitch obviously was, was very different at Chorley, but I don't recall there being a chance that clear cut. And I know there was those opportunities that hit the, the bar and, and whatnot, but... Again, it's those fine margins. If if someone's just able to get a foot on that that ball in from Arlott John, we could be having a very different conversation right now. It was yeah, it was a, it was a couple of well sort of good openings in that Kirsten game. Um, but I mean, the amount of chances we had against Chorley was just ridiculous, really. Um, and that was more of a. I'd say it was more of a luck thing that the ball just did not did not go in the net, whereas that was the chance you mentioned there was 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 kind of well worked. Um just a bit unlucky really. Um just hoping that like we're not getting a bit of bad luck now, maybe. Um, because it does come in fits and spells, these things, and I think listening to what's going on with Scumthorpe. They've had quite a bit of bad luck by the sounds of it. Um, like their uh, equaliser for life against them a few weeks back. Um, and they've had a few kind of near misses and stuff and disallowed goals and all this kind of thing. So hopefully that's our sort of rubber bad luck gone. And, uh, and, and now we can, you know, we can go again. That's also a point itself, isn't it? Blythe took points off Scunthorpe. They did, yeah. Well, we can take points off Tamworth as well. Granted, it was Scunthorpe at Blythe. Yeah, we we, we were lucky to get something there earlier on in the season, weren't we? I think we got a a last-minute 
last minute winner from my under- what I remember it was one nil. So it's gonna be dusk. It's gonna be tough. But I, look, we're at home again. They are. They aren't great. They're sitting below me table. Worth mentioning as well. Jazz Singh had a really good game against Curzon Ashton, made string of really good saves. He's been in um, a couple of team of the weeks as well. So, I mean, when we're talking about luck, I think, I'm not saying this was lucky, but obviously you can't expect Jazz Singh to save everything. He's kept Tam within the game right at the end with a, a really good save in stoppage time. At least you're not going to lose games if you if you keep clean sheets, and you you you'd expect Tamworth to to start scoring again sooner sooner rather than later. I dare say as well. Yeah, we need we need to stay positive. I mean, it's not it's not the end of the world. We've 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 not been losing games. We've lost one game that we should have won, and we're just having a bit of a tricky spell with. All the different injuries we've had and the changes we've had to the team and throw the Jamie Jealous thing in there probably as well. And when you put that all into the mixer, we've lost one game in 13 or 14. It it really, we're top of the league by 10 points. Seven points have come for winning game in hand. It's incredible. So when you flip it like that, and you're you're right as well. Justin made some great saves. That's a little bit of luck the other way because Curzon were a better team. Probably should have won the game based on those chances. So, yeah, kind of flips him roundabouts really. Looking at, at the sort of bigger picture, it might be New Bray said last time. Probably six wins, six more wins is probably going to be a, a total. That be enough to get the title. Where do you see those victories coming from? So if you look at the final 10, you think, okay, we've got to beat Blythe, got to beat Gloucester, got to beat Kings Lynn, got to beat, we've got to, we should beat Bishop Stortford. And then it's between Warrington, Banbury, um, you know, possibly South Shields. But I mean, on, on paper, given our form and everyone else's form, and the fact that Scarborough had a dodgy result over the weekend, the only one really you'd look at again and go, "Ooh, not really sure." Probably Chester, but the last four or five games would maybe suggest otherwise. So we've got to start with the win. We've got to start March with a win against Blythe. See what happens against Scarborough. And then you've got to beat the teams like Gloucester, Kingsland, Bishop Stortford. You know that's potentially three wins. In four games there. And that's great when anyone's going to them with the final four and beat Bishop Stortford on Good Friday. You've literally got another game then, Bank Holiday Monday. If we play it well, the league could be wrapped up by then. It is more than within our hands. Graham, any any sort of fixtures that you're looking to that would be wildly different for you? Similar to Brett, really. I mean, if I go through these one by one, um, Based on where I'd expect us to win, Blythe Spartans, I'd, ex- I'd expect us to get three points. Scarborough, a draw, potentially. Gloucester, I'd expect three points. These just all look really difficult when I'm going through them. Chester at home, I would take a draw from that. 
Kings Lynn going to be very very difficult away but we you want to win there Bishop Stortford should get a win and then the last four games you know mm. Brackley take a draw and then the last three I think are all potentially winnable because we're at home for Warrington we're at home for South Shields and you think that there's going to be some big crowds for those games you know that's the, it's got to, as long as the crowd are behind us they'll push them push the ball into the net for us hopefully um, you've got that momentum there and then Banbury away kind of reminds me of the Redditch away game sort of similar sort of type of team at the end of the season so should be done and dusted really by well then. it should be shouldn't it really I think if 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 we're going to do it it should be done and dusted by then should be done and dusted by the start of April if we're going to do it might well be those last four games are all against teams who are really sort of fighting for either a playoff spot or to stay up in the division as well. So you you probably don't want to go into those games really needing points. I like Brett said the Chester one, Brackley, and those two are the ones that are frighten me a little bit. Well, they all frighten me, but they frighten me the most. I'm sure Andy Peace isn't scared. I don't care how we get the wins, whether if it's just all one nil for the rest of the season, who cares? Just grind them out. In late October, early November, Tamworth did have what you could call like a mini blip and they came through that absolutely fine. It is, of course, different when you're getting to the later part of the season because the, the games do start to run out. But there's got to be some comfort there that this team has the, the bounce back ability because... They've they've done it before, like we've already alluded to. We'd back Andy Peaks to to come up with something and, and just reset things slightly, wouldn't we, Graham? Yeah, absolutely. I think that little blip was well, it was a bigger blip that I would say than this now. This is it's hard to call it a blip because we've what we've lost one game and we've not conceded many. I have to keep I have to keep bringing myself back to those to, to the facts, really. Um it's just that we've we've seemed to have just dried up the goal, which is the which is the thing that we I say that we're concerned about. Everything else is kind of like, well, yeah, you just put it into perspective. Um I think there's enough options in the squad to change it up. Even with injuries, we've got enough there to 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 prove, and we have proved all season that there's that there's enough. And I think when we went, we had that sort of some games where we, we we just sort of battled through really um and grinded out results in that sort of November period. And we and we we lost that FA was it FA trophy game uh away and the Chester game. I'd probably say the squad probably wasn't as strong as it is now. We've got more options. So yeah, I'm 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 pretty confident that we've you know we'll start seeing some goals again. I was thinking about this the other day on on reflection quite a lot when I saw an Instagram post that I put on. Um, we just talk about blips before Christmas. Um, not in a negative way, but we've, we've kind of, we've done this to ourselves. We're talking about one loss away from home against the team who's third in the table on really good form. The team in and around the playoffs, well, two teams in and around the playoffs, one team that's really hard to break down and has had a great cup run and one that we did well to grind out result against 
and beat Scunthorpe, and we're still saying that we're having a bit of a blip. <clears throat> However, the one you know, the period we'll talk about in November was a bit of a blip. We were looking, we were starting to think, oh, we're not playing quite as well as we should be here. But 16 or so months ago, we were playing Liversedge Town in the FA Trophy. And I remember going to that game, obviously with you, Graham, looking at that and thinking, Jesus, have we really got to the point where we're playing teams like this? I know it was a cup game, but we were at that point still in a situation where we were having to go and play teams like that in really early rounds of cups that we've got to the final of in the past. So, you know, we have we have done this to ourselves by thinking that this is a blip. I totally agree. That's a really good point. It, well, our expectation levels have just sky high, haven't they? Because of how well we've been playing, and that's massive credit to that whole the whole club management players. Because yeah, that was a grim period. Um, but to think there's players that are in there that have worked through all that, won the league, and now they're top of this league. It's really well, it's brilliant, really. So. Yeah, you've got to put it into perspective, really. Um, and what we were saying a couple of months ago, where we were like, we don't really care, we're just enjoying the season. It's just because our expectation levels have risen massively because this team has just been so good. And we don't expect them to lose almost. We don't expect them to concede a goal. So if there's anything that's slightly out of turn, our, our expectation levels are so high that we we see it as a as a blip, but it's not. It's just normal. Do you still think Tamworth will win the title? Yes, no. I don't think it's even in doubt, really. I think even you look at Scunthorpe, and they're still not saying, "Oh yeah, this is our chance now. We're going to win the league." I think even they're saying, "Like, oh yeah, look, it's not going to be as easy as you think. We're going to be closer than you realise." So, yeah, the only thing for me is I just don't want it to go really close to the wire. Needlessly, uh, I always think. Well, first you've got to think of Folkestone away. And then you've also got that year when Burton Albion were about 25 points clear. Had to win it with like two games to go. When Rob McFarland went back over. Don't worry. A legendary manager here. I'll get you over the line. Graham, do you, do you agree? Tamworth still going to win this? Yeah, we're going to win it. You have to look at the season as a whole. Um, not just the last couple of games, and yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll win it. I think it's just going to be a little bit closer than we we want it to be, which is which is going to happen. But I I think it's Andy Peaks' first season at this level as a as a manager, but he's used to winning leagues and he's used to winning. Look at his overall win percentage; he knows how to win football matches one way or another. And that's what you've got to think about and put into perspective. The guy's win ratio for Tamworth is absolutely insane. He knows these players inside out. They know each other. Um, and they just believe in themselves that they know that they can do this. And I, I think, yeah, I think we've took the league by storm. I think we'll, we'll win the league. Yeah, but it but it might just be a little bit closer than we all want. Looking ahead to Bly Spartans at home in a bit more detail then. Um 
They are on quite a poor run of results. Haven't won in their last seven matches. They do tend to score a lot of goals, but they also concede quite a lot. And they do have a minus goal difference. And Tamworth did win 1-0 away at Blythe in October. Brett, how do you see this one going? I think we're going to react really well. And we're going to win 3-0. And we've already beat them at their place. It's really hard to go to Blythe. It's really far away. The ground's, I mean, it ain't an overly vocal place, but the ground's quite closed in. It is tough to go there and win, and we have. Um, so I think we're going to get a really good reaction from the boys, and I think, I think we'll win 3-0. Yeah, as you say, they they can see a lot of goals, don't they? So we've got to get at them. I think, they, I think we'll be pumped for this after, after um, Saturday. We've always come out and had a a reaction on on different things this season. Like when we conceded, when we were conceding those uh, those two games, we conceded early goals. We basically stopped the rot, didn't we? And we didn't we didn't concede for thirteen games. So um, that that's what I'm, I, I think there will be a plan of action. Um, and I think we'll be at, we're at home. We'll come out the blocks fast. Let's try and get some early goals. Um, yeah, you know, I say two 0 Are we putting this down as a must win, or is it is that a little bit over the top? Would you say, Brett? I don't think it's a must win, but it's a must not lose. Yeah, I'd say, I'd, I'd say similar. It's, it is a must not lose, and and I think we go into every game with that mentality of a must not lose, really. So that's the bare minimum. They're not in a relegation battle. They're not in a playoff battle. <laughs> they're, they're just sitting in mid-table, really. So they don't have a huge amount to play for, really, at the moment. So they might just want to frustrate us. They're on a bad run. They concede a lot of goals. We've just got to punish them. Predictions time then, chap. So are you are you going to lock in the score lines that you suggested a few minutes ago? This is your final chance to uh, to change your minds. Yeah, 3-0 win to Tamworth. I'm gonna I'm gonna say 4-0. I don't know why. Just gonna could live to regret that, but 4-0. The predictions league table is as we were, with Graham two points ahead. You both thought Tamworth would win against Curzon, Ashton, and obviously it was a draw. So we'll find out next time. That's all for this episode of the Tamworth FC Social Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on social media at TFC Social Pod. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do give the podcast a follow and leave us a rating and a review wherever you are listening. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.